Man, boys ain't going to like me after this. But to be honest, I mean, nah, we, we, we hella episodes in. If y'all don't know where I stand at on my political and, you know, social ideologies by now, then, I mean, damn, where you been? All right. So the question remains, do blacks deserve reparations? <laughs> now, I think I have an episode about blacks and who black people are and what black people are. I'm not getting into that in this episode because I already have, you know, an episode dedicated to that. Um Telling y'all who black people are. And I'll probably do a part two because I do part two to everything. So I'll do a part two to clarify, you know, who black people are and exactly who they are. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I'll tap into that a little bit in this. But without further ado, let's jump right in it. So as I said on my Facebook, not no, but hell no. Blacks don't deserve no reparations. To be honest, it's extremely disrespectful to the slaves that did break their backs during the peculiar institution. It's disrespectful to black men saying, you cannot make it in society because you're being held back. The notion that slavery is the reason why the black community is at the bottom of the totem pole is a sorry-ass excuse for what the real issue is. Another reason why blacks don't deserve reparations is because <laughs> y'all weren't enslaved. You weren't slaves. Blacks are so ungrateful to think you deserve any type of help or payback for slavery. I'm talking about blacks to the, of this day in this modern age. But if you're a black in America and your ancestors were slaves, you should understand that this country and its laws were not made for you. Remember, there were free blacks in America in the antebellum South. Do not forget. But there was a coalition of white people who felt white people were in the country and only whites should enjoy the freedoms of America. You know, the evil ones. But on the other hand, you had white people who felt all people born on this soil should be free and enjoy the same or enjoy some freedoms as whites. Then you had those white people who felt no matter who you were or what color you were, you should enjoy all the liberties of America that America has to offer. The Declaration of Independent States, we the people. Well, who exactly is we? We, and I'm including myself into this we in, in this whole essay, are taxpayers, law-abiding citizens who believe in the most high, the constitution, and the pursuit of happiness, even though <laughs> I got to think about happiness, but we'll get, that's another episode for the future. You, black man, can be a part of we, or you could be a part of them. Them, the pro-black antichrist, will try to suck you into their antichrist ways by trying to make you feel, or trying to fill your head up with heart, uh, fill your head and heart up with anger and lies told from the so-called pro-blacks. Lies, the children of the lie. These pro-blacks complain about every aspect of life. And their only plan is to dismantle the establishment and cause destruction. No plan to construct, but to destruct. They sit here and beg the white man and plead him to say sorry, give them a hug, because they feel like 
It's gonna make their lives better. They want to feel. They they want to feel. They they feel so inferior that all they know is to complain to master and tell him <sighs> so he can make everything better with a hug and a kiss. And I can see if slavery was like fifteen or twenty years ago, but we have not. But we have had two civil rights movements. The first one was much needed because of the condition of former slaves. Period. You know the Freedmen's the Freedmen's Bureau and other organizations. You know they helped steer black men into having a rulership mentality, and you know they helped you know black community start up schools, elementaries, universities, uh, businesses. Uh, just you know how to make money in 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 the economy. Now. There were people who fought against this, but that doesn't make them racist. And, you know, I have a whole thing about racism as well. They just feel like if you were a slave and you don't you don't contribute to politics or anything serious, you sh- you know, why should you be a citizen? Well, if the slave wants to become educated, earn a tra- learn a trade, you know, build up his family, you know, and, and, and do what he has to do so he doesn't have to worry about what the white man thinks, then... You know, maybe that white man will respect you enough or whatever, but it's really not about what he thinks. <laughs> and that's that's the issue. Anyways, I mean, I, I have to really sit here and give a history lesson on slavery. Like, come on now. Most of you should know about this. Most people think we come from Africa, which is, you know, partly true, but most of us came from the Caribbean. And when I say that, I mean, of the 11 million slaves that came over here from the transatlantic slave trade, less than a million made it to North America. But by 1865, we had 4 billion slaves, 4 billion blacks in America. So, you know what that tells me? Is somebody lying or the slaves is really getting busy or trade between the, uh, the Caribbean and North America was really going on and in South America. And there are black people in America who look like people in Puerto Rico, in the Virgin Islands, and all them little islands over there. But they speak Spanish. But they look American. But blacks in America, the descendants of slaves, or, you know, the so-called African blacks, you know, why do they all look different? Well, number one, all black people aren't the same. People think pan-Africanism is real. In reality, isms don't exist, you know. That goes for feminism, racism, sexism, all that bullshit. But that's for another episode. All blacks can't stick together because we aren't all the same. That's like trying to tell Irish people to be like Italian people. But, you know, black people, you know, they think we're all just the same and, you know, we're all the same race and we all just think the same, blah, 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 whatever. So from Reconstruction until the Civil Rights Movement of the 60s, we were doing fine. I mean, <laughs> we're building our communities, building strong families, you know, not complaining to the white man about oppression. Now, did we have enemies? Of course. But what does the Bible say to do to our enemies? We love our enemies. No matter what, evil never wins. But you know what? When Emmett Till got fucked up down south for whistling at that white woman, the movement was on. Now, of course... There was already people fighting against the vigilant uh, lynchings that were evil acts caused by evil people who were not God-fearing. A lot of these lynchings were justified because of a crime a black man 
allegedly committed. The so-called racist white man felt he was protecting his country. Um, you know, the American culture uh, was the to protect the white woman, and you know would falsely would often falsely accuse black men of raping, or you know, even if the sex was consensual, they were still, you know, hang them. But <laughs> why was the black man even trying to talk to the white woman, anyways? Uh, People like to break rules, you know. They like to live on the edge. They, that feeling of a, adrenaline when you do something uh, you're not supposed to be doing. But the liberals and the pro-blacks of today will say, "You should love who you want. Love sees no color." Well, aren't you pro-black or are you a socialist? I mean, you can't be pro-black and scream for black people, but be sleeping with the quote-unquote opposition. They claim that they're for black people, but in reality, they aren't. Pro-blacks have three alter egos. The racialists, the globalists, and the feminists. The race alter ego allows them to talk about race and act like they know what's going on and they can lead these rallies and um, these protests, even though they don't know what the hell they're talking about. The globalist alter ego allows pro-blacks to put their arms around homosexuals, lesbians, transgenders, and people of all nations and say, let's hold hands and come together. But when the black man dates outside of his race, he's a coon. He's a sellout. (laughs) But when the woman does it, love has no color. (laughs) But let's just keep it a buck. You know, these mulatto babies grow up super confused because, you know, they don't know who to identify with. Too white for the blacks, too black for the whites. And they usually overcompensate from one side, depending on their parents or their environment. Anyways, the most potent alter ego for for pro-blacks and Black Lives Matter and these liberals is the feminist ego, which puts the woman first uh, as the leader of the black community, claiming that they're fighting for equality when in actuality they want to destroy a natural patriarchal system that the most high is set in place. <laughs> the woman in turn is the Antichrist when she's venerated by these woke liberals and you know social media and society. You know, this uh I don't need a man to get pregnant type stuff. Whatever. So, like I said, the civil rights movement could also be called the begging rights movement as well. And not to minimize the change that came, but ever since then, people of America have been in a fallen state. Everyone of all races are in a fallen state, but the black man is taking it the worst because of his lack of culture. All other races have cultures to fall back on when they come to America. (sighs) Because as we know, so-called black people and the descendants of slaves, we know that before you got to this land of destiny, or before you get to this land of destiny, you got to check your culture at the door. America is a business and is ran like a business. We have a high standard of life built on capitalism, which in turn, the rich get richer and the poor don't get shit. You can either work your way up, understand the money system, get out of poverty, or you can stay complacent and complain. Most blacks choose the latter. Blacks wanted to eat at the establishments. So they bum-rushed white restaurants and speakeasies and demanded service. 
They wanted to sit and, oh, and then they got, you know, help from the white liberals up north too, you know, those agitators up there. They wanted to sit in front of the white, in the front of the white man's bus. So they bullied their way into the front, boycotting and all that. Blacks didn't want, didn't like their own schools. So they had to invade white schools. Blacks didn't like their own neighborhoods. So they had to invade white neighborhoods. Blacks had everything established for themselves, but Blacks are so envious and so jealous that they can't count their blessings. They spend they spent the early part of the 60s agitating white folks and not focusing on their own. The blacks started following leaders instead of following the most high. They put their heart and soul into either Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. Then once they died, blacks was lost, running around with their heads chopped off like chickens. Blacks didn't know where to turn because they lost their leader, when in reality, their leader should have been the most high. But after they passed, blacks weren't, you know, done with their handout. There was one last thing that blacks needed to do to make sure they infiltrate the white coalition. Affirmative action. You know, basically, this was a gesture that from this is a gesture from white liberals that said blacks can get into white colleges and get into this corporate America just because they're black, not because they were the person with a job or they had good grades, but because they were black. Black people in the past 60 years have spent their time complaining and crying how white people have set us back. Exactly. How are we set back? Just because someone is a millionaire and someone isn't doesn't mean we're set back. (laughs) The real issue is people are so caught up on material things and what other people have. In the 60s, those blacks were so jealous and they wanted to live like white people so bad. Like, look how they were (laughs) with the dukes and the music and all that. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you something. Count your blessings. Reparations won't do shit for black people today. The hood mentality is too popular amongst blacks, and being woke is the new liberal ideology that our people subscribe to. So you know what? All you can do is move with prudence and discernment, keep your heads high, and look to the most high. Peace.